Hello and welcome to the continually unnamed Chicago Race Reviews podcast. This is Fuzzy. I'm Erica. Hi. Hi. So this is a super sore and sleepy edition of the podcast because we did a couple triathlons this morning. Yeah, super creaky, could barely move, real tired, uh, but real happy. Yeah. So this was Erica's first uh, full-length international distance triathlon. And Fuzzy did the triple. So he did yesterday's super sprint and then the sprint and the international today, yeah. which is remarkable. I'm pretty impressed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, impressed with you, too. I'm impressed with both of us. Um, so this is the Chicago triathlon. The Lifetime Chicago Triathlon, I guess, is the official sponsor. Race for the Toyota Cup. Yeah, race to the two or four or something. Is it four? Is this the Toyota Cup? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I didn't We're win not a pros. cup. We're not I didn't pros. win a cup. Um, me neither. Got so, a cup of beer. Oh, yeah, we did get it. I raced for that cup of beer, man. Yeah. Um, so I guess we start with the Expo? Yeah, we usually talk about yeah. So the so so we usually talk about packet pickup, but at the Chicago Triathlon is a big enough event that they have an expo uh, instead of just packet pickup. It's in, at the Hilton downtown. It's huge. It's huge. It's like three comp three big. What do you call those? Not conference rooms. Halls. Yeah, event halls. Event halls. Um, at the Hilton and. Uh, they and they trick you. Sean was complaining about this that uh, they do the grocery store trick of like putting the milk at the back, so you have to walk through the whole grocery store uh, to see everything. So you get your your chip and your uh, uh, number and everything up front, and then to get your T-shirt uh, and to get body marked, they send you all the way to the back. So I think also too that that's the fairest way to do it because you don't want to put some vendors off on the all the way on the far end you know like put the logistical things on either side and all the fun stuff in the middle so um nobody gets the short end of the stick as far as placement right. i think it makes sense actually yeah. um I mean, and i like the expo a lot so i want to look at all the the booths and the vendors and talk to people so um i don't mind that it is a trick quote unquote um <laughs> to well, walk yeah we the like hall. to we go we go up and down the aisles and make sure that we go to every stand last year i bought some lip balm from joshua tree oh that's balm. right yeah they were very nice people they weren't there this year and the, the um temporary tattoo triathlon number people weren't there this year either that i remember yeah. seeing they were very nice last year too and uh, you have a, you're wearing, in fact, right at this moment, wearing a shirt from what? Who? What's the company? Task. T A S C. Um, they had a great booth. It's soft uh, bamboo fiber. That's tech fiber with really cute shirts. Um, this one says uh, multi-talented, and then it has like you know this one bike run. And what was cute was that I saw a number of people yesterday and today wearing different uh, versions of the shirt in different colors and 
Um, I'm wearing the long sleeve blue one, which I kind of never want to take off. <laughs> it's so soft and and it's so like pretty, and I'm really proud of it. Um, but that was that was a really good booth this year. I bought two shirts, and they were very nice. And um, it's also the expo is a great place to load up on your race snacks too. So we got um, some shoes and some bars and some stuff too because we were running low pre-race so we got some good stuff yeah um plus there's a course talk which um i found to be really helpful this this year was my first doing this course so um it was good to just go through it and to know what to expect and we like we did learn a couple things so it was really informative yeah so that was helpful yeah actually i had a great tip we learned, like, I learned an important thing that I'm not sure where else I would have learned because the, the the triples have two different waves. We were in wave one and wave 43, and in the course talk, I learned that we needed to rack with wave 43 that um, was not a piece of information anywhere else. No. But then the guy just had a, that guy, we need to learn his name. It's, he announces, like, all, everything. The, all the fleet feet <laughs> stuff and everything. Um and not the older guy, Dave, but the younger guy. I don't know. We'll learn his name. Uh, uh, you know, if you've been to a Fleet Feet race in Chicago, you know you would recognize his voice. Yeah. Um, he uh, gave a great tip about, like, sighting. Uh, that since it's so hard, you know, in the water, you can't really see the yacht club that you're headed towards. But, like, which building to sight on. That really was helpful to me. It was also a good tip to bring a headlamp to set up your transition area because oh, it was yeah. pitch black and um, it was really handy to have that flashlight. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, packet. I mean, the actual packet pickup part of the it's expo was easy peasy. Yeah. No major lines for me. Um, I will say this oh. is the 30th anniversary of the Chicago Triathlon, which is exciting. But I will say the shirt's not my favorite. It's um, oh, kind of yeah, boring and in shirt. a weird color. It's like that grayish. Yeah, it's grayish and it has a weird pale pink writing on it. And they sort of tried to make it look sort of vintage, maybe. Yeah. The 30, yeah. It was not exciting. I was excited and I was underwhelmed by the shirt. Yeah. And I saw a um, number of people wearing them today and I don't think that they looked super great yeah. on. So that's a little And I saw people, some people wearing the blue and white one. Is that last year's? Yeah, last year's. Which I saw that too. Also, like as I saw people wearing, I was like, "Well, that's an unattractive shirt." Oh yeah, that's last year's <laughs> shirt. <laughs> like, I don't know. You'd think it would be a cooler shirt for such a big event. Yeah, because this had, um, what was it, eight thousand participants today? Something like that, or something. Um, so, uh, but the expo I really enjoyed, and we were there oh. for a few hours. And uh, uh, speaking of hitting every possible booth. Uh, sort of tucked over in a corner was the 312 booth where they had uh, a little cornhole set up of bean bags with a, a thing and they were giving away 312 water bottles. And we and, love Goose Island and Goose Island beer. So we were like, yeah, let's try to win those water bottles. They're and, like a good quality water bottle. Yeah, like a name brand bottle. And I was able to win one. You could, you could win one or two and you had three bean bags i was able to get one in it was very exciting when you did erica i got i got two baby got two in i got two two water bottles man so then i was like maybe i should compete at 
beanbag tosses because look at me go two water bottles yeah i don't know it's like such a stupid small victory i was really proud of it (laughs) (laughs) it was a good start to the weekend right i knew i was gonna be a winner yeah (laughs) so then um yesterday was the super sprint and fuzzy um participated in that because of the triple and um that's up at when it was a different location this year you did the super sprint last year at foster beach and this was this year was at Monroe. Montrose, Montrose. Montrose. Uh, not too far, not too bad for us. We were able to bike over, um, and it's the super sprint and kids triathlon. Oh my gosh, so cute! And uh, and the the kids had really cool triathlon shirts. Yes, that we three eyed mo- monster. Three eyed monster. Yeah. Oh, I want one shirt. of those. It's a good shirt. Well, I'm sure they make them in like kids extra large. <laughs> Maybe they'll be extras. Yeah. Um, the first thing I can think of about the the super sprint or the swim, it was really shallow, where the buoys were. Everybody was up to their. It was the water was only up to their waist, right? Up to your waist. Yeah, but you know, but uh, <coughs> it's a nice thing being uh, this a really <laughs> a, a side effect, a feature of doing the the triple is you get to be in all the first waves. So I got to, we were in wave two. They sent the, the, uh, para athletes out and then we got to go. And, uh, so it was nice and clear. I mean, you know, like I was at the, I was very definitely at the back of the, of the triple pack. And then a couple of the faster group from behind me passed me, but but it was not a bad, yeah, not a bad swim at all. And then, uh, it's a really fast bike, uh, and, uh, <laughs> You know, we it's a short, very short course. It's only like a mile, so you're only doing six miles. But it was a lot of back and forth and back and forth on the do, bike. Yeah, do three laps, and, um, and it was just a really fast run. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just knocked it out. It was a nice day for it too. And speaking of the para athletes, uh, they were amazing. The Dare to Try team was really amazing to watch. When you look at these people and see the amazing things that they're able to accomplish. It was really inspiring. And I think because of the, it was such a smaller event, the announcer um, was, was telling a lot of personal stories about people and, you know, being like, Oh, this person's in this wave and this is what they've done. And um, it was really moving and inspiring and emotional. uh, Just hearing people, people's personal stories, able-bodied and to say, you know, the pair athletes, um, it's just remarkable sometimes when you're at a major athletic event and you see what the human condition, the human body and the human spirit can accomplish is really, it was really wonderful. I cried a lot. <laughs> it was great. I was out on the, uh, the bike. I'm going to out, out myself here that out on the bike, there was one point where I was, uh, you know, having a pretty good bike and, uh, kind of coming up on this group of people and there's two people riding side by side and taking up like half the lane and this woman was wobbling and I was just really uh I don't want to get around them and I actually passed on the right uh and I kind of snapped a little bit like on your right like I didn't say anything, but and then as soon as I was going past I was like oh I recognize that woman for because she was in the para-athlete wave so I am the world's biggest jerk. So 
I'm sorry. They're athletes. They're amazing and inspiring. I'm sorry I snapped at you. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure that they are okay. Yeah. Anything else about the super sprint? No. We kind of knocked that out. Got a peach at the finish. That's nice. Yeah, a peach. And you got a medal. Yeah. Yeah. So today was the big event downtown. Mm-hmm. We got up at 3.30 a.m. Yeah. And loaded a truck full of people and bikes and um, set up our area. So uh, the the racking situation was the, the, the racks were set up by wave number, sort of, and you're supposed to rack seven bikes per rack. And the transition opened at 4.30. 4.30. I think in previous years, I think in previous years, I've been nervous enough about the whole process that I've gotten there at 4.30. Um, Or-ish. Or and this morning, I parked the truck, and we were just in between picking everybody up. I think I hit transition about 5.15 or something. So I was probably but, in there like a little before 5.00. But it was a mess. It was, I mean, and I don't know what they can do. I mean, we got kind of got spoiled. Ram, the last two t- sprint triathlons we did were both ram racing, and they were smaller events. But they put stickers on the racks, and you had an exact spot <coughs> that was your bib number. Yeah, um, kudos, Ram. That's so pretty awesome. I don't, you know, I, maybe logistically they can't do that. For a race this big. Well, it, what was weird is that they were like, the racks are going to be by wave number. Make sure you rack in your wave number. And so I was in wave 31 and um, somebody was like, oh, is this wave 31? And the girl next to me was like, oh, no, it's wave 32. And I was like, oh, I thought this was 31. And she was like, well, this sign says 32. And I was like, you know what? We're all the same age division. 30, 31, 32, and 33 were all the same so it was like, it doesn't, probably doesn't matter. And it's true that at the end of our row, where I was looking, you know, said one number, and then the other side of the sign said another. So, right, well, you're, you're between. It's very, it is, it does seem to be endlessly confusing because also people get very confused. The row numbers go, um, I'm gesturing, so of course you can see that, like across. Um, and there's aisles, but the row numbers go across the aisles so it sort of starts and but so you go, you're walking down these aisles and everybody goes oh this doesn't make any sense it goes from 27 to 36 because 28 is farther down the long row yeah, but um, i'm saying two sides of the same sign had different numbers right because one side is 30 like on one end cap it was on the aisle Right, it's saying that 32 is on the other side. Yeah, it's very... It didn't make any sense. If it's going to be on the other side of the aisle, put it on that side of the aisle. But it's saying if you can, from where you... uh, Because there was no rack in between. I can understand it. I don't understand it. But it it still doesn't make any sense. Anyways, it didn't matter. uh, But but there were lots of racks. There's supposed to be seven to a rack, and there were lots with six to a rack. And then they're all already spread out, and they got all their gear, so you can't shift all of everybody's gear. It's very annoying. So, I don't know what they can do about that. I think but, we had more than seven bikes on our rack. Um, well, 
when I was there. I don't know, but there I left a space. I got as close to the, the woman next to me as possible. I left a space for um, the uh, so that people could rack next to me. Um, but you know, we're supposed to alternate bikes, which way you're going, and mm. you know that does doesn't always work either. And I was really glad that we got there when we did because all the people who were rushing in right at you know five twenty five were kind of screwed um, with trying to find a good spot. Um, but ultimately it was easy peasy setting up and then you walked over and got right in the water for wave number one. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, with the mayor, uh, Rahm Emanuel, Chicago's mayor, uh, was in wave number one. He was not doing the triple, but I guess when you're the mayor, you're allowed to be in wave number one. <laughs> Go on and get it over with. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he had a pretty good time. Did, yeah, he's did good. The, did the sprint in an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, so I hope I'm doing sprint triathlons in an hour and a half when I'm 52. Yeah. So, so how was the sprint for you? Sprint was great. Um, weather, the weather was great at 6 a.m. Uh, when I started the swim, uh, the sun wasn't even actually up yet. Um, and uh, came up during the swim. Uh, and uh, which is good because I only breathe right. And uh, with the... Uh, Chicago triathlon you spend a lot of time in the water looking right um, or the sun is to your right that's what I mean so um, but uh, the bike felt great I'm a little undertrained on the bike this year because um, I stopped biking to work because my work situation changed that was always my uh, I didn't I've never trained a lot on the bike because I've always had the excuse that oh I just ride seven miles to work every day uh, and this summer I did not have that but i didn't actually pick up any extra bike training anyway because i'm dumb so uh yeah it felt great um felt really fast I, I didn't do it really fast i did not set a personal record or anything but uh but it felt fast it felt fast and easy and i finished uh the, finished and uh headed back to transition <laughs> um, and you got there you had it back just in time to see me get in the water yeah, which, which was, was cool which was really nice i got in my start time was at um 8 18 for the international so i had a few hours to kill and um but that went by quick and easy and um i think the hardest thing when you've got a few hours from when you set up to when you start is just making sure that you um have your food and bathroom needs met because I was towards the end of the race, not to skip forward, I was starving, you know, and I tried to just force a bunch of food beforehand, but it was kind of difficult because I didn't really want to eat, but I knew I needed to eat. Um, so yeah, Fuzzy came over and said hi before heading back over to transition to set up and get ready to start all over again. And how was your, so how was your race? It was great. Um, I was really concerned about the bike um, because I, that's my weakest, uh, of the three and I, the least confidence of the three and, um, and I did try to train on the bike some and it still wasn't, and I didn't feel like I was ready. Um, the swim is my favorite of the three and I also think it's my strongest. I think I'm, I'm not the fastest swimmer in the world, but I'm not the slowest either. And, um, I have the most confidence in the water cause I'm not afraid of it. And I know a lot of people are, um, so, uh, 
you know how people say they like hit the zone when they like start running and they go to the runner side that happens for me for swimming like the very beginning of the swim it's like okay this is difficult all right uh, oh and then it's like I could have swam for a lot longer um I will say though when I sighted the um finish the big inflatable it was very exciting where I was like okay now I know where I'm going because a lot of times you're just swimming north you know you're swimming a direction um I did have some issues with goggle fog my goggles fogging up a lot which was um really dumb because I could have kept that from happening and um well the way you could have kept uh which is partly my fault because we bought some anti-fog but we only bought one bottle and I took it no but also you know you can like spit on your goggles and you can um I don't know but uh so I did have to stop every little bit and like wipe those down a little um but it was cool, you know, I didn't, I've never swum on that, that harbor and I didn't know if I'd be able to hear anybody uh, because when I was swimming, I swam with earplugs and nose plugs and goggles and um, I plug up all the face holes except for my mouth. <laughs> and uh, and so I couldn't hear a lot, but then I did hear uh, Andrea, who I, was my training partner for the triathlon. She killed it today, P.S., and um, I did hear Fuzzy also call my name. So I got to wave at them, um, which was awesome and a great boost. And then I had a friend waiting at the finish, too. Um, uh, so that was nice to see her. And uh, it was harder to get out of the water than I expected. That step was yeah. really challenging. So I had two people have to, like, hoist me up. Uh, the first when I finished the sprint, people had to hoist me up. And I was really and I, you know, it's it's a year between you know i've done that before but i forget because it's a year between them the when i got to, when i finished my second race i was ready for it because oh. and i actually got myself out because i was able to like sort of swim in i was like oh i'm i'm trying to get out of the water too fast i actually kept my head down and was able to there's a bar under the bottom step that you can see if you keep your head underwater mm. and i was able to plant my foot on that bar and then step up to the step and clamber up. And I didn't actually need any help. That's great. Um, so. I didn't know about the bar. Well, no, so I, I mean, was, I, was, they were forget, like, I will forget it by next year. I'm not. <laughs> the only reason I thought of that or did that was because I got to do two in one day. <laughs> got to. Yeah. Well, uh, with a cool thing, too, the, the, the swim time counted your run, the distance run to the transition area. Which is a quarter of a mile. Because um, this is very spread out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting that they don't start the transition like as soon as you're out of the water. But um, there was a porta potty right there, and I was really grateful because I used it, and um, and even still not getting into transition until you know after that quarter of the mile, I was really pleased with my swim time, um, and uh, I was happy that there were other bikes still in my rack thing. So I was like, all right, thirty one <laughs> wave thirty one and thirty two. Not too shabby. And then I lost all that time on the bike. <laughs> um, my first transition was good. The bike is, again, just really hard. But it was nice knowing that distance from, <clears throat> excuse me, Chicago up to Foster and back. And the road signs I thought were really handy, like the mile marker signs. Um, because on my second lap, um, there was one that I was like, okay, what's my what's my distance here? Is it probably like 16 miles? And then when I focused in, it was said. 19.7 and I was so relieved you know I was like oh I'm almost done this is great <laughs> uh, 
but the bike was good i did see an, an accident and i really hope that the um guy who fell is okay mm-hmm. um I didn't know if it, if I should have stopped to help um, or no, if that, that would have gotten in the way. Staff. At that time, there wasn't. Oh. It was two other racers had gotten off to block the traffic so that um, people wouldn't run over him. And uh, I was scared I was going to get in the way. The The meds medical team was on the way to get him. Um, but uh, I really worried for him. It looked really painful. So I hope he's okay. Yeah. Um, because it did start to sprinkle by the end of your... Mm-hmm. This um, was way before the rain, though. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it did start to sprinkle, and I was a little scared about biking in the rain. But it wasn't too bad. It was just kind of spitty while I was on the bike. And you got drenched on the run. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I was so cautious. We knew there was a chance it was going to rain today, so we I put a trash bag all over all of my stuff before I left for the swim. And then the weather was so clear and beautiful and hot that I was like, oh, great. And so then I just kind of forgot about covering it up again. So when I got back to transition after the bike, um, things were a little moist, mm. <laughs> like socks and shoes and all that. Yeah. And then once I started the run, it, ran, it rained the whole time um, in my run, so my feet got drenched pretty quick in it so it was just running in wet shoes for six miles um but uh ultimately back on the bike um the the one thing that i feel like i had an issue with was was when i was first getting on the course and uh the lap for foster no the lap for chicago turn was there i'm a very slow biker so i stayed to the left the whole time and um, the faster bikers were yelling at me for being on the right side, but I couldn't merge over because they were zooming so quickly out of that turnaround. And I felt like that was a little, I, I got a little spooked because I was trying and I have a mirror and I was looking over my shoulder and using the mirror and there was no way for me to get over. And every, like, well, not every, two people yelled at me for being slow mm. in the fast lane. Um, but I felt like there wasn't an alternative. Uh, I felt a little stupid. But, you know, it was like, well, what do you expect me to do? <laughs> um, I actually got, you know, I totally forgot about this, that in the, in the, um, at the super sprint, Sean and I uh, were uh, trying to get, trying to get our bikes. And we were seeing people leaving the transition area with their bikes. And so we thought that it was now cool to do so and went in and nobody stopped us from going in we walked right past several volunteers and we got all packed up and we were going to try to leave and then people then this woman started fussing at us i was saying yelling at but she was fussing at us and telling us not to and and just and you know legitimately like they start running the kids triathlon like right after the super sprint and so you know the, the there was was a race still going on uh but it was just not very uh, my excuse is was not very well designated of when you could get in mm-hmm. and we got while we were in the transition area we got like five different pieces of information about where we should go if we could get out if we could not when we could get out um people would say like oh i think it's five fifteen, nine fifteen, or nine twenty, or oh you can go over there no no you have to go back over there and uh and there's ever this i kept running into this woman who fussed at me every time um and i was Especially even when I was trying to get out of the way, she was like, just get out of the way. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get out of the way. <laughs> like, uh, I saw her today 
yelling at people oh, on the court. Bless her heart. She, was she was a, a bike hard marsh- worker, bike marshal, and uh, uh, yelling at people about how they should pass on the right on the left, pass on the right. Mm-hmm. She was yelling at people, and so. <laughs> Uh, thanks to all of our hardworking volunteers and yeah, bike marshals. Yeah, they were really amazing today. I um, even the lady who yelled at people all the time. <laughs> sometimes you gotta yell. At people. Yeah, sometimes you gotta, especially because people are gonna try to do whatever they want, and that might not be the safest idea. Yeah. So kudos to her for working hard and following rules. I felt very harassed yesterday, but I'm trying to. Think. But you're I'm doing... trying to be adult about it, and <laughs> I was. I was in the You were transition. trying to get special treatment and get your stuff out before it was time. Yes. <laughs> that is true. So, um, yeah. Anything else about bike today? I got drenched on the bike, uh, and then it cleared up just a little bit to back to sprinkles, and then I got drenched on the run. Yeah. The international distance was a little rough for me. It was the hardest race I've done in a while. I ended up having to walk some on the run, which I haven't had to do for a while. And you wore your wetsuit for the second one. I did wear my <laughs> one. I we both sw- the water was really warm. Lake Michigan is unusually warm. We God, both- the water felt so good. It was such a good temperature. Yeah. So my sprint, I just <laughs> swam in a swimsuit, but I brought my wetsuit just in case, and I'm glad I did because I really felt like the buoyancy really helped for the second swim. And uh, it was a little, it was one more thing to deal with, but but I think it was worth it. Um, yeah, yeah. But I was pretty tired by the time I did the. Oh my god, I bet. And, I uh, was pretty tired too, starting the run because it just takes a while to shake off those bike legs for me. So I walked the start of it, um, but I tried to run as much of it as I could, and I had to walk off and on. I would do like okay, walk for half a mile, run for a mile, sort of thing. Um, with not really a lot of rhyme or reason to it, but I'm really pleased that I was able to run more of it than I expected, considering that the first time I'd run that distance was just two weeks ago. So after biking for 25 and um, already working out for three hours, um, I was happy that I was able to run as much as I did for the run. Yeah, yeah it was raining, and... Uh, but the volunteers on the run were so adorable. It was a bunch of teenagers, and they were so sweet. There was a lot of water stations, um, a ton. Yeah. Probably, like, one every mile, would you say? Yeah. Um, and even some that were back-to-back because you turned around, and there was water station on the other yeah. side. Um, but that was good. And at one point, I felt like I was a little overhydrated, so I passed a couple of them up. But then towards the end those Gatorade stations really came in handy because like I said I was getting really hungry Mm -hmm. and um I needed just any type of and I had stuff I could have eaten in my pouch but um I don't know I really wanted like a burger and so the chews suddenly I was like I can't handle this anymore (laughs) um but it was fun and uh I saw the cool thing about this today is that I the there were Four of us that we went went, all, went together that were doing the same distance. You guys, you and Sean did the triple, but Andrew did the international. And I saw all three on all like on the bike and the run, which was great. That gave a couple a little added boost when I needed yeah. it. Um, it was fun to run into each other with the way the course is laid out. Yeah, we're all different speeds, but got to see. Yeah, I saw Andrea on the bike, and I saw Sean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started with Sean, and then. Uh, 
saw him on the bike both times and saw him on the run. Yeah, it was great. Um, like on the first run, we saw we were going opposite directions. He was already headed back. We just did a high five. And then the second time, we can, we traded important information about uh, he needed to go back and check out of his hotel. So, <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, informational. Yeah. Um, when I ran in, Andrea caught up with me. She was in a way 45 minutes behind me, but she's so fast that she, you know, smoked me in the run. But it was at a water station. And I hear somebody being like, take the water, take the water. <laughs> and it was Andrea. And I was like, oh, no, I'm overhydrated. I'm skipping this one. So uh, we ran together for a minute before she took off. And that was nice because we had a moment of just telling each other how awesome it was that our trainings paid off, that we were able to do this. Mm. Um, and I talked with some other people on the course as well. That I got some encouragement early on when I was walking from a woman. And then um, she had a lot of issues towards the end of the run. So I tried to do the same for her and like encourage her to, to keep going and to finish. And, um, again, I just really love how supportive that some people are, you know, in these races, I got a lot of people like telling me to, that I was doing good, you know, to keep going. And a lot of people checked in with each other to make sure that everybody was okay. And I, I just really, I think that's amazing mm-hmm. that you're doing this hard thing that to some is a competition competition with each other, but to others it's just a competition within themselves to see if they can do it that's what it is for me and so just to be like hey are you, are you you know checking in are you okay is it cool you know great job you're doing awesome um is really i think a, a really cool thing so then yeah I'll, I'll just finish up on my run i finished yeah. and i was so proud i was so happy they did not say my name when i crossed the finish line which was a little disappointing but um that's okay i don't know why they didn't because i only finished with two other people where there was only three in the area when i finished but um, because of the rain, I think a lot of spectators had moved on. And it was later in the afternoon. I finished at um, 12.39. So considering that people started finishing at 7.15 in the morning. And I'm sure there wasn't a lot of people still hanging around. But it was pouring down rain. And it really downpoured when I finished. Um, but it was a great feeling. And I got my giant medal which later I learned pilled the front of my tri suit a lot. <laughs> so that sucks because the tri suit wasn't cheap. But um, yeah, it's a very spiky metal. It's real spiky. It was a little painful. We were ta- Andrea has kids, and we were saying like, oh, it's you know like if, if it was a round metal, she could give it to her. She she's not a metal keeper, but we were saying oh, a round metal you can give to your kids to play with. But this one is dangerous. It's dangerous. A sharp tool. But I knew I was going to, I was, my goal was to finish between, between four and four and a half hours and I finished it 420. So I was right on target and I'm yeah. really proud of that. And, um, I did not come in last in my age division. I was ninth from last, but still not last. So that's a personal best. <laughs> uh, but it was great. We just hung out in the little finisher area in the downpour and um, we saw Sean finish and then we waited for Fuzzy to finish and um, then partook of the burger and beer, which was like the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. That beer was pretty. It was a 312. We like to rate the beers. We like 312. Uh, which is goose, a Goose Island a goose beer. Goose Island beer. It's uh, That's Chicago's area code, if you're for some reason listening just outside the area um it's uh not an extraordinary i don't know why i'm going on about this it's a good it's beer. good it's a good beer and it, it tasted really good uh going that, down that easy food was good yeah that burger man i had the turkey burger 
It was pretty tasty. I, when they said that they had eggs in the sausage, I was like, yes, that's what I want. And I got a big helping of it. Eh, I got a medium helping of it. And then I took a bite of each and I was like, no, I do not want that. And so I went back and got <laughs> a burger and the burger was incredible. Even though it was just like a meat patty with pickles and ketchup. It was like, yes, this is the jam. Um, but we didn't get to partake of any like bands or anything like that. Um, because the band, they were tearing down the concert hall what's it called stage the stage <laughs> yeah actually the interesting thing about doing all the doing this doing the sprint from wave one and then the you know being wave 43 international distance is i kind of got to do the i kind of bookended the day like when i finished the sprint they were still setting up the band you know uh so i finished it took me two hours not my fastest sprint ever but uh uh so i finished at eight and they were doing a drum check when i finished <laughs> and the guy was just sitting there going bonk 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 oh i love drums. that song yeah and then uh yeah and then when i finished the international pretty late in the day and they were tearing down the band so like i didn't get the you had to i will say this about the rain they covered up a lot of stuff because it was pouring down rain for good reason it would ruin up a lot of bagels but i was so hungry coming out there were no volunteers saying the bagels are here the bananas are here and so it was like we were handed gatorade right when you finished and then there was a long walk of nothing and just a bunch of people standing around covering with like boxes and stuff covered and it one box i thought was gonna be a bagel was towels which was great, but then they got soaking wet because it was pouring down rain. And then <laughs> there were a bunch of kids, you know, and I saw somebody like, well, can I get a bagel? And they were like, I guess. And I was like, well, I want one of those too. I'm starving. So there was no like adult volunteer around mm. to say, here's what this is. Here's where this is because I really needed it. And I ate it. I was glad I didn't, I didn't care if my bagel got wet. I needed food at that point. But um, we took p part of some other, you know, free things, pop chips and yogurt and stuff after it was done. And then when we got back to transition, almost everything was torn down. Yeah, um, we got there pretty late. Yeah, we got there late. So the signs were taken down. So I was like, oh, good thing I'm next to this tree and I recognize my bike. Um, so that's one thing, too, that I don't know, like being slow and being in a later wave. uh makes you be like oh oops i'm the last one because they're all like tearing down everything around you and um <laughs> you're like wait a minute when do i get, I get this is my like post cool cool down time and you know yeah yeah there's some the chicago travel i mean it makes sense they the waves there's so many we were sort of speculating on this in the car whether that we heard that the chicago triathlon used to be the world's largest and we think that was, and it's not the world's largest, not because somebody else has surpassed, but because they, we think they voluntarily scaled back the number of participants because otherwise it would just stretch even farther into the day. Oh, ding, ding. Sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 the waves, the later and later in the day are the older and older people. And then who are going to take longer and longer? Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it sort of does mean it's the only last gonna get, one out. Only going to get worse the older we get. 
Well, I hope to get, you know, this is my first one. Maybe the next time as I get older, it'll be faster if there is a next time, which there might be. Um, but ultimately, I'm really proud of, of us, and I had a great time and a huge sense of accomplishment. I mean, this has been months in the making of this big daunting thing in the horizon, and I knew um, once it got started that it would just go, you know, it's like mm-hmm. once you're in it, and it's amazing how I was more nervous the night before than I was this morning, and um, I got excited walking up, and then once I got into the shoot, I was ready for that swim. Getting in the water was the most exciting thing, and it was really calm, and it just felt really good. So I like that, mm-hmm. and um, I had a great time all around. Awesome. Even though I can't walk right now, and I'm in <laughs> yeah, a lot of pain. I'm really sore. Um, I haven't been this sore after a race for years. So I guess that's good that I'm pushing myself. Well, yeah, and you did a lot more than you've done in the past yeah. activity-wise in one day. Well, I guess I gotta step it up. Get this sore more often? Question mark. All right. Well, awesome. Uh, so Fleet Feet Chicago Lifetime Race for the Toyota Cup, Chicago Triathlon, great event. Great event. Would do again. Yeah. Yep. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Hey, so there's a little thing that we, uh, I pulled out the, the uh, tape recorder. Tape recorder? Whatever. Uh, it's got <laughs> a reel and uh, <laughs> put a little cassette digital in. recorder. I pulled out the uh, audio, the digital audio recorder uh, right before we got back uh, to the house with Sean in the car uh, much earlier in the day uh, asking him about his triple experience. Uh, so I'll put that after this. Uh, so enjoy this uh, audio bonus segment and i'll say this you like to always say what our next race is the next race is saturday oh yeah with the hell run which is a mud run with obstacles and the post-race party is coolio so we'll see yeah last couple years we've done a bunch of mud runs but this we haven't done any this year and the only reason we're doing this one is coolio gangster's paradise man seriously fantastic voyage i am sure he's going to play those two songs over and over again all day all right well uh so we'll let you know about that one uh awesome thanks toodles hey sean how was your chicago triathlon triple harder than expected really yes i underestimated the the uh transit the taking an hour in between and restarting my shoulders were very sore to start the swim and thus I overused my legs, which made my legs sore on the bike. And then I had to go much slower on the run. I had to walk multiple times on the run, which is not what I normally do. And you uh, even rented a hotel room. I did, which was nice. I did. Nice hot shower. Cleaned up. I felt really good. But just the hour of not in between, I think, killed mm-hmm. me. How was that for you, Fuzzy? Uh, it was hard. Um, it was... Uh, and I think I, always, I sort of surprised myself by, after the sprint, I felt very good. And I was like, yay, that wasn't hard at all. And and then, like, I mean, and then I had just enough time to, uh, on paper, it looked like a lot of time to uh, run between, you know, to get from finish to uh, back to the transition area, uh, which I know you brought two of everything so that you didn't have to. Yes. 
and dumped your stuff in your room. I had to go back to the transition to get my goggles and leave my shoes because I only had one pair of shoes. Because um, I only have one pair of shoes. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a bit of a slog. Chicago Triathlon is very spread out. And, yes, uh, I'd like to complain about that, but I don't know how they'd better organize it. Like, they yeah. have the swim finish as far north as they can get it. And there's so many entrants. Like, I complain so much about the that hot, the infamous hot chocolate debacle of they weren't ready for 30,000 people. Well, Chicago Triathlon is ready for 30,000 people, but because of well, that... Well, eight. Well, in, that, in fact, so that's, the, that's an interesting thing is that they... Uh, that's a totally side note. I'm, I interrupted your rant about where things are placed. Is that I think they've gone down. It used to be ten thousand, and they've gone down Was to it eight. Less? Oh, okay. uh, it used to be the world's biggest triathlon, and we I think they voluntarily reduced the number. You know, they sell out, so they could sell more tickets. They could, and but, they were still they were still available because my wife was going to buy uh, buy one a couple weeks. Like she can still consider like a week and a half or two weeks ago. So they didn't. It's not like it's. Oh, the, so they, you think they're not selling out? I thought well, they sold out quite some time ago. I don't know if they sold out or cut it off, but. Well, that's what I'm saying is that they have a number. Yes. That it's not like the marathon where it sells out in a month and then you're screwed if you didn't buy it ten months ago. Right. But it's all. I mean, they set those numbers based on what they. Yes. It's not like there's seats. Correct. What they it's think like they can hold, right? It's, yeah, yeah. it's not like you know they sell out because that's how many people can fit in the theater or whatever. They sell out because they decide. This is what we can reasonably accommodate. And do you think so, they? Uh, I think they did that to improve other things. Uh, to yeah, to improve you know just how long it's taking people to finish and how many people they can shove through there. But I loved being in the first wave. That was great. Yes. Open water, open road. Got to swim with the mayor. Got to swim with Mayor Emanuel. He was six feet in front of us. That was awesome. Yeah. He beat he beat us clearly. Yeah, but he was only doing one. He only did one. That's right. He's not a triple, which will be my reason why. Um, I would love if they ever changed. I fucking hate that they trick you at packet pickup. Like you can get everything, everything except your the last two integral things, and they intentionally make you walk all the way through that festival. Oh, that's the grocery store thing. I know. I I get it. You're not a grocery store. Well, they want you to see all the stuff. Uh, if I've seen Toyota, all that stuff six times... Toyota paid them a lot of money for you to walk through there and see that um, car. All right. If they tell me that the sponsors required it, I would give in because I know that sponsors pay for a lot of stuff. Otherwise, it drives me crazy. But that made me... I missed the free 312 bottle, so... Erica won two free 312 bottles. She's back there smiling. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any complaints about this triathlon. I mean, they're they're ready for the size. They're ready for the scope. Yeah, I think the. Le- I mean, your complaints about the layout. I was thinking about, and I just don't think that given that how would gonna, you fix it? Yeah, given that they're going to do it in downtown Chicago, I don't think there's any way to do it. I don't either. Where they do it, I think they've done as as best they could. The one thing I would think say, and I know it'd be really tough to do this for eight thousand people, but. Um, is that uh, when we did the Ram Racing triathlons, they put stickers saying, you are here for your, on the, uh, but uh, 
Now, but this, there weren't, and there were some problems with people crowding, or not crowding, uncrowding. Supposed to be six bikes, seven bikes to a rack, and there were racks where there were six bikes to a Idiots. rack. Idiots. All right, we're home, so we're going to unpack and go uh, drink a beer. Uh, and Eric and I will be back later. Ha, <laughs>